Hello and welcome to Dairy Pod. I'm John Penry from Dairy Australia. In this episode, we're going to hear from Kath Jenkins, who has been working on a series of environmental management case studies with Dairy Australia. She'll be discussing how environmental considerations can become part of an effective farm business strategy. Kath shall be speaking with Nigel Pennett, Managing Director at Compass Agribusiness. This discussion focuses in on ways to improve the natural assets on dairy farms, and Nigel explains how this experience has led him to include the environment as a key strategic area for the overall business strategy. This is alongside finance and people components. Overall, they can be essential for a successful dairy farming business. Nigel also talks about the increased interest in ESGs, or environmental, social and governance factors, and how Compass Agribusiness and other dairy farming businesses successfully incorporate these concepts into everyday dairy farming practices. In today's podcast, we're going to be talking with Nigel Panett, who is the Managing Director of Compass Agribusiness. Compass Agribusiness oversees and manages a variety of properties across southern Australia and into Tasmania. Nigel Panett is going to have a discussion with us about how they have set a strategy for their business that focuses on environmental practices on the farm, as well as the people and the financial goals of the business. Nigel will share with us some of the stories of their farm, the farms that they manage and how they've implemented change on the farm, as well as how they also prioritise environment as one of the key success pillars of their business. Okay, good morning, Nigel. Thank you for joining us on the podcast episode today. It's great to have you here. Uh, and we'd just like to start off by getting you to tell us a little bit about yourself and your background and about Compass Agribusiness as well. Great. Thanks, Kath. Great to be here. Yeah. Um, so about about myself, I originate from New Zealand and have been in Australia for 15 years. Um, <clears throat> agriculture's in the blood and my, my family are farming, farming in New Zealand and I saw Australia as a great opportunity to, you know, to follow my, my dreams in, in agriculture, I guess. And we, I started Compass um, in 2013 and the, the first thing that I set out to do was help family farms and succession planning and it was, you know, meaningful work that I could uh, dive into, I guess, after a, a corporate role at, at at ANZ and you know help people. So I spent two to three years with working with rural, rural bank and their clients doing succession, succession planning. Uh, but the goal was always to find a special piece of land and some capital to partner it to you know to really um, make a bit of a mark on on an environment and and uh, get something meaningful happening. So in 2014, we I found that piece of piece of land and, and some water in the Derwent Valley in Tasmania and some investors that were happy to go on the journey and, you know, and, and back, back us or our little business into, um, you know, farming and, and you know, providing them with, with a return, but also something meaningful in terms of, of community. So, uh, you know, we're a few years on from that now and we've gone through um, the good and the bad and, and all the rest of it, but out, come out the other side with, um, you know, a number of farms and some really 
could and investors alongside us that, and around us that believe in what we're doing and where we're going. Um, and, you know, when I say investors, I mean mum and dad, Australian and New Zealand people that are, are you know, perhaps one step removed from agriculture, but believe in it. And, and then some really good people on the ground in the communities um, making it all happen. Fantastic. Well, I reckon plenty of our viewers would agree with you about the um, the being in Australia and what a great place it is. And I'm sure you mm. maybe you still call New Zealand home some of the time. And, some um, of the time. We won't hold that against you. But <laughs> um, I think, um, yeah, I think, as you said, it gives you a pretty good um, background in terms of what you've done. And obviously you've still got strong connections in um, over the ditch, the big ditch there. Mm. Not the little ditch to Tassie, but um, <laughs> you and I are talking from the mainland today. But yeah, yeah. yeah the big ditch back to back to New Zealand, um, and um, yeah, you've still got great connections over there and and business involvement. That's yeah. right. Yep. Yeah, that's good. So, um, in terms of our conversation today, um, I think Compass Agribusiness is really interesting because. You're a you're a farm business um, per se. Um, you you know you've got you've got farms that you're running on the on the, that are on the ground. You know milking cows. You've got partnerships. Um, what yep. what's your setup at the moment in terms of the the farming footprint, if you like, that you have um, in terms of farms that you're involved with? Yeah, so there's uh, there's eight farms, eight dairy farms, and mm-hmm. and across. Um, yeah, you know, fund type structure, so some yep. passive wholesale investors um, to in more of an equity partnership type arrangement, and some private private owners that we operate for. Some you know some farming people that have you know wanted to stay in dairy, but um, not wanted to be in the day to day. So, okay. Personally, we've got investment in the farms that uh, some of the farms we operate, and then some sometimes we're operating for okay. uh, independent owners. Yeah, so you've got a real mix of like yeah. yourself um, plus people that are helping yeah. run the farms. So some of they, yeah. some of them are involved financially as well. Yeah, there's yeah there's a there's a range. There's some there's you know some shear farming. There's there's managers. There's some profit shear type arrangements. So I come from a background where equity partnerships for people you know entering into farming was quite a strong you know pathway to ownership. Huh. And it's getting harder for young farmers to go out and, and own, but hmm. there's other there's other ways and means that they can be incentivized and actually you know and some 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 just want a nice place to be, yeah, and a group, you know as opposed to farm ownership. So yeah, yeah, definitely. Really interested to hear, and it's great um, to get that perspective. But just in terms of how in terms of how you measure the output of um, thinking about milk. Or um or number of cows or or land area. Have you got some sort of measures there just to give our listeners a bit of an idea in terms of the size of the the, the different farms that you manage? Have you got have you got a total output? Um, is that something you can share with us or area yeah, management? Yeah. What do you? That, that's probably yes. Yeah, so generally, we've been you know developing irrigated properties. Yep. And and. Generally, they've been in that you know seven to seven to eight hundred cow, three full time people, yeah, you know, and a part time. Okay, so there's var- there's variations around that. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, and obviously different land size depending on yeah. depending on the irrigation dry land yep. and, and then where but, you are. 
is yeah. probably Kath. It's probably been a focus on a a lower input uh, you okay. know, sy system, a more of a pasture based system where okay. where, where we can. Yeah, right. Yeah, but it is it is about the right system for the environment. What, yeah, whatever okay. environment we're in, it's yeah, developing right, yeah. the system around that. Nice segue there to talk about the environment, yep. which is great, which is obviously what you're yep. um, the the main sort of theme about um, yep. this podcast series that we're running is to showcase, you know, what what are some different ideas, some some great things that farmers um, and farm businesses are doing in relation to in, to managing the environment. And what I'm keen to sort of delve into a little bit more now is to get a sense of what you've just talked about, which is obviously a key a key thing for Compass Agri, is the importance of the environment and how you've come to establish that as a as a key business objective, if you like, um, which I know that you've done. So I'm just keen to delve into that a little bit more in terms of your overall business objectives for for Compass Agri as an umbrella you know, manager of, of these of these farms that you've got. Um, can you tell us a little bit about that in terms of how you've set up the key business objectives for, for Compass Agri? I, I think it's probably a belief, it's a belief that, you know, everything has to be work, work in unison together and, you know, if we've, if we're, our bar store, I guess, is, you know, we have to, we have to provide a return for us and our, investors yep. we have but to do that we have to um we have to people that are proud of what they do yeah um you know in the community and and day to day and 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 that's probably the key point and then and if but we also have to fit in with the the environment we're in and you know can we keep doing what we're doing how will our product how will the product be viewed in the future we don't know but you know mm -hmm. can we keep using our resources in the way that we are and how can we do it smarter and and you know and, and but i think yeah it comes back to the right the right people on the ground mm. with the same beliefs yeah okay yeah yep. because we, yep. we can be profitable but yep. if we're not profitable and sustainable and look after our people yeah it won't be a long-term thing yeah yep there's a um, that you just mentioned about the bar stool, um, and it's it's quite an interesting one that which we often talk about in business planning, and particularly when we're talking about farm business planning, is those three those three legs of that stool. And if you take one away, yeah, you know, um, I mean, there's probably many of us fall off fallen off a bar stool without even with still having all three on the ground yeah. but yeah. but that's not the concept yeah. here. Yeah. So yeah, those three things of the the people. The finances and then the natural resources. Yeah, um, read, yeah, yeah, and obviously, if you take any one of those away, um, you don't have a business to stand on, stand on, but so to yeah. speak. And um, for our viewers, uh, not our viewers, because we're a podcast, it's our yeah. listeners. Um, let's just get that bit right. Um, I will put in the show notes. Uh, there'll be a link available to your website because um, it's pretty clear in there. You've obviously got those high-level principles um, yeah. that, that are a real focus um, focus for you. I think, so, yeah, yeah, Kath, sorry, I think the thing that led to that focus was that, you know, we're on a river, a, quite a large river that, you know, flows into a catchment where, you know, it, it's the, the town water supply. And mm. I think there was an awareness that, well, we're going to be asked questions one day. 
Yeah, yeah. And I'm talking eight years ago, and I'm not talking about ESG. I'm talking about well, what what's the right thing to do? Oh, yeah. What feels right, and 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 so there was always that you know. So we're putting water on. We're taking water out of a river. We're putting it on on farms, and yeah, where's it ending up? And if yeah, we don't yeah. look after it properly, it's going to end up back in the river. And what state yeah. is it in when we when it goes in there? Yeah. And so probably uh, for us, we were lucky enough to um, stumble across a fantastic environmental group that were very active in our in our area, um, without knowing why they were active. But you know, mm. they were active because there's a history of of um, wanting to care for that and you know part of the environment. So we were, yeah, we. We're able to work with um, a group, Envirodynamics, uh, you know, up to seven years ago that helped shape shape what we're doing now and, and give us some direction on how to do things, you know, a bit better every year. Mm. Mm, fantastic. And then, you know, given that you had that, I mean, that's a great, great example, which probably lots of farms can, farmers can relate to. You know, you've often got water coming into your farm, whether it's a creek or a you know, waterway or something that might fill up a dam or something like that, and then and then off it goes. You've got that, you know. And farmers, I think, traditionally yeah. don't think about their business as a closed as a closed system, um, because we, you know, there's so much that goes on beyond the farm gate, so to speak, whether it's physically yeah. or from a market perspective. Right. Um, but yeah, that really simple analogy of you know the waters the water's coming in we're using it we're putting some stuff back in or what are we putting back in the river and then downstream mm. it's going to a mm. through a waterway that becomes yeah. a drinking source for humans like that's a pretty yeah. um yeah. that's a yeah nice sharp <laughs> focus for you there of a reality well, it's, it's, and it's one of them it's one of them and it leads yeah. on to to other other things and yeah you know um i think and i don't want to talk about new zealand because it's not about New Zealand, but there yeah. are there's legislations in place now there that um, are unfortunate, mm. and it's it's, it's mm. ha- happened for a long time. There's rivers that aren't in a good mm. state, and it's yeah. caused quite strong um, implemented changes. And I think mm. we've got an opportunity in yep. Australia to be more proactive, you know, in, in certain areas. And, mm. you know, the, yeah. There's a lo- there's a lower rainfall here. There'll be there'll be different areas that are more sensitive than others, but mm. there's an opportunity to get mm. in front of it. Mm. And in some ways there'll be commercial opportunities you know, with it as well. Oh yeah, exactly right. And there's more and more of those conversations going on now in yeah. terms of, you know, how do you measure yeah. um, the impact, um, you know, at an, at an environmental asset point of view, I suppose we've heard about carbon credits. Yeah which we won't go into at all. That's, Good. that's Thank quite you. complicated. <laughs> um, but, yeah, there's going to be, you're exactly right. Not only is there going to be, um, you know, potential, let, let's hope we don't end up down the path of um, how New Zealand's gone, but there's that's going to right. be different pressure from our customers, yeah. but also investors um, yeah. and other other corporates wanting to invest in, you know, in the yeah. In the great opportunity that I suppose land managers have to actually um, continue to improve, as you talked about, and I think um, you know, in addition to that, sorry, Kath, the, yeah. the, the banks are talking about it as well. So yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, lending based on you know mm. different different mm. criteria, but it's, yeah. it's a conversation that's starting. As well. Um, so just thinking about the banks there, what you said, but um, also thinking about you, you know, your Compass Agri's business, um. And then what you're, you know, you're looking to attract, 
other investment into the industry. I'm assuming you're keen to take on more farms if you can. Yeah. Um, so how does your philosophy about about these um you know, these three key things, I suppose, that you talked about, the people, the financial return, obviously, and the environment. Mm. How do you use that to um, to help attract potential investors and even people to your, to your business? Yeah, it's a good question. I mean, I think the, the we'll talk about the people on the ground. The most important part first yeah. is, you know, if they're, if they're proud people, um, they're generally align on the same principles about caring for animals and caring for the environment and they understand that it it also adds to you know well if we do those things well it, we will have the returns yeah and and so i think having a standard that you know, you know you attract people and you can show them and they can you know be around um pe- people that have been with us for a number of years is is a key thing and and then you know i, I don't feel like the investor side of it are that far removed you know mm. generally australian or new zealand people one or two steps removed from ag but a real care for you know i think that capital and people on the ground have to align mm. seriously well that's bank that's you know yep. banks and and that's investors that's owners and the people on the ground if they need to better stand shoulder to shoulder Mm. If they if they can't, and I think when it's too far removed, it, it can it can cause yeah misalignment. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. The objectives have to be really clear. Yeah. And if if, if uh, uh, people on you know people on the ground or the, the the investors don't align, well, they shouldn't be involved. Yeah, yeah. No, that's exactly right. Yeah, and um, you mentioned before a little acronym, and I'm going to take you back to it because um, it's a really interesting one that um, which is ESGs, and um, which stands for Environmental, Social, and Governance. Um, now, if you if you're in the corporate world or um, even in the commercial sector, probably not on farms so much. Um, you know, mum and dad type farms or, or yeah. farm businesses, people probably wouldn't use that at, at the farm level per se, but because you've got that, the business structure that you have um, and, and there'll be plenty of other people that, that you deal with who also talk, who also know what that acronym means. I'm thinking about um, banks and other potential investors. So can you just tell us a little bit about from your perspective, what what ESG is and and how other businesses refer to it, or what why it's important. I think about a, up, up, up to as recently as a year ago, I was still having to Google yeah. that and find out what that actually meant yeah. or was supposed yeah. to mean. Um, but I think it just means looking after, you know, the environment and the people, yeah, and um, having some governance and you know structure around it but uh yeah i mean i think we're using that term now because people are asking about it but mm. i think um people are still aren't trying to understand what it means yeah um but but people consumers are becoming a lot more aware of where food crumb comes from and how it's yeah how it's produced mm. and i think they need to know and we, we, you know, we need to be able to clearly tell them what you know, where 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 and how we produce it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know I haven't given you a very direct answer on that ESG, but I feel like it's been a it's it's 
probably hard for people to articulate because either you know they're already doing a, bunch, a whole lot of really good stuff, yeah, or or that or it's being articulated because they you know people think they need to, but I think it's just caring for the <coughs> caring for the within the farm gate how you're looking after things to the best ability you can yeah. and making it repeatable. Mm. Are you measuring your measuring your water? Are you you know? Do you yeah. know how much fertilizer you're putting on? Do you know how much grass you're growing? Do you know um, what you don't need to use, or, mm. or what you need to use more of, or how to balance things? Mm. No, no, you're spot on. And you gave the perfect answer because I was <laughs> as you started talking, I was thinking actually most farmers will be going. A lot of people are saying what ESGs. Yeah. Climate social governance. I mean, the governance yeah. is a bit corporate, but the yeah. other ones yeah. is about land water, you know, natural assets, people, yeah, and people. then governance is a bit about the sort of, you know, how you run your business, yeah. you keep yourself <laughs> accountable. Um, I think people right. probably align to the yeah. environment, um, you know, yeah, the environment and the and the social. Yeah, and the gov- the governance. It's a big it's a big word that I think not not everyone really you know it doesn't align so clearly. Yeah. But yeah, that we're doing it, and I think that that's the message I'm sort of hearing from what you've said is that, um, you know, most cases people are doing that anyway. Yeah, in yeah. terms of farm because they have to. Um, yeah. because if you don't look after the land, all the yeah. animals, um, all the people, then you yeah. know what have you got you've got nothing um yeah. so the other thing i was going to ask you is you know given that you've got stuff happening down on the ground you know you've got you've got farms that are you know putting out fertilizer milking cows yeah. watering you've got stuff happening right now out on the ground um and then but then you're also at operating at that at the different level where you're trying to attract investment you're dealing with bankers you're dealing with um you know, other corporates and and service providers and whatnot. So how do you, when you're out there, you know, talking about ESGs, for example, or your your commitments, um, what have you got in place or what are the systems that you have um, so that you can show or so that you know that this is actually playing out, you know, on the farm today or the farms? Um, Yeah. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, I mean, we've got a great, as I said, you know, by default, we've got a great um, environmental team and support. Um, we have to know what we're what we're using and how much we're using, and mm-hmm. what we don't need to use. We're measuring, you know, our water as it enters the property and, and leaves the property. Yeah, okay. Um, and we've got a record over the last, you know, seven years. And there's projects and grants that every year we're looking at, you know. Yep. What are your, what areas aren't productive? What can what can we put in trees? Mm-hmm. Um, what can we what can we, what can we afford to fund? Yeah. What will actually make the farm, you know, run better or look better or be more enjoyable to be around? Mm-hmm. So so I think um, you know it's we don't talk about ESG much. It's yeah. probably more about that you know I've got a group of investors coming down in a couple of weeks to Taz. Um, but we're going to stand side by side with the managers and we're all going to get, you know, get to know each other and we're going to show them what yeah. we're doing. Yeah. And, and I think the gen, you know, they, they want to see a genuine care for the, the environment and the communities mm-hmm. and that's what we'll show them. And yeah. I guess at a point in time, historically, it was me telling them that's what we would do, but 
you know, I've found that it's a combination of just, you know, we'll come and meet the people, come and see what we're doing. Yeah. And, and, you know, the standards, the standards are because of what we believe in as opposed to what we think we should do. Yeah. Yeah. And you, and you, um, I love that idea about showing what's not just an idea. It's what you actually do, Mm. like come and see, because I mean, when it, when it comes down to it, um, being open and transparent, nothing beats that. Um, but also being able to stand out there and have a look at the, the, have a look at the landscape, have a look at the river, have a look yeah. at the cows and, and stand there with the people. Um, I suppose the numbers, the, from the financial perspective, that's a bit more paper-based because <laughs> you don't necessarily. Yeah, well, that's all there. That, yeah. that has to be there. That's probably, yeah. you know, the first, well, actually, you know, the, the investors we work with want to know, the first thing they want to know is, uh, you know, are other people being looked after? Has there been any, you know, uh, is it safe? And then the second thing is, mm. Are we looking after our, managing our resources really well? And, yeah. And actually, the the finance the financial side is it's it's critical. It underpins everything. Yeah. It's down the track. Yeah, yeah. You know, in terms yeah. of what they want updates on. Yeah, yeah. That's really interesting. And as you said before, you know, in reflection of a lot of these things, is that's the way that's the way things are going now, which I suppose sort of brings it up to that acronym ESGs which is yep. why you know what it means now. I've heard it a few times in the last few months, <laughs> only I must say. Um, <laughs> yeah. Our listeners have heard about it again now, but yeah. it is, it's is—it's a its a corporate acronym, but yeah, it is. that's yep. because corporates are talking about it because it's important yep. um, for, yep. the whole, for the whole economy and the whole sustainability of society, I suppose you yep. could say. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Um, now, just like in terms of the, you know, the, the, you know, the great examples you've provided of the work that you've done, some of the changes that you've made, you know, over the, over time, in specifically in relation to that farm, the first farm that you you mentioned. Um, in terms of where to next, like, what do you, you know, what are your future aspirations for for the farms that you've got now, or for Compass Agri Business in general? Um, thinking about environment um, and nat- natural assets and 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 those three those three key pillars I suppose yeah it's probably for us it's you know it's about having four or five key things that we're constantly improving and having a baseline for where they are now and where we want to get you know to get them to so mm. you know our water our, our you know our re- lack of waste or our, you know yeah. efficiency yeah um our footprint uh, you know our, our people was you know we're, we're putting baselines with with help from um our environmental group mm. that you know they're measuring us every year yeah okay on, on key criteria yep. that so you know i've always had had the feeling that we'll be asked one day to show what well, what are we doing yeah, yeah. You know, I want to be able to show someone, yeah. you know, that here's here's the history of yeah. what we're trying to make each farm, you know, as minim have as minimal impact on the environment and as a positive inf- influence on the community as we can. Yeah. Yeah. You know, one farm at a time. Can we make it better? Mm. You know, we'll, we'll we'll always have an impact, but how can we minimise it or even yeah, you know, make it better? Yeah, yeah. That's great. That's really good. I know I've heard you talking about measuring 
like a few a few times in that data, um, which must be so interesting too. That um, even like the water quality data, yeah. as an example, like you said, you don't need it at the moment, um, but it's great here to have that in terms of internal measurements of success. But mm. down the track, you know, um, well, and, it's you know, it's looming. Yeah, we'll exactly need to, right. We'll That's be asked exactly the question. Right. So yeah. And, you know, in terms of um, you mentioned, you know, your relationship with banks, um, you talked about the environment group that you connected with, you've got grants, um, you know, different projects that you're always looking out for. I suppose that's a great, um, some great messages for some of our listeners too who might be thinking about what what can I do? How can I make some change? Yeah. Um, how can I sort of make my, you know, my vision for my farm come to life? How can I make it reality? So have you got any sort of, um, I suppose, tips and tricks, if you like, for, for other farmers around that in terms of how they might make <laughs> make some of these things happen? Oh, that's a big, big, big question, you know. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Not, I mean, I think about our environment and I know it and so, you know, there's been some things that have pointed us towards trying to make, you know, make improvements all the time. Yeah. You know, I think there'll be this. You know, this is is it. I guess the key is: do, do people want to do it as an underlying thing? Do they really want to? And that, and because if that's a driver, that's the most important part. And then yep. down the track, there'll be more ways that you know that it it can be commercialised. Not sure how. Yeah. You know, there's probably banks that are talking about you know lent. You know, lending people money with lower rates because of X, Y, Z, and I think yeah. that'll develop. But um, the better, better we do, better we do it on the in the in the farm, in the farm boundaries. The yeah, you know, I think the better the outcomes will be. And so, in terms of tricks and tips, it's you know what 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 yeah, you know, what are the key things we're doing? How can we do them a, a bit better each time? Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And even you mentioned before about, you know, identifying underperforming areas on the farm that you might yeah. actually say, well, let's actually not even worry yeah. about trying to grow grass there. Um, mm. That, And then you, the other key thing you've obviously got, which is a really great example, is that is that water quality, you know, understanding what it is when it comes in and making sure it's the same, if not better, when, when it leaves. Um, I think there's, things, there's, a, yeah. there's more that we can. Yeah, there's more we can understand about our soils and soil types, and yep. you know, we've been we we generally blanket apply fertilizer, but you know technology will continue to improve to allow you know the understanding of what's there to be more specifically targeted. Yeah, I think there's more to there's more there's I guess technology is going to be a big part yeah. of it. Yeah, what, right. Yeah. What can yeah. we grab that helps us understand more and helps us measure? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but I think, um, you know, just in closing, um, you know, I'll come back to the start too, which is, you know, you talked about <laughs> you talked about the three-legged stool, which you raised, um, which, but it's a great, it's a really great philosophy to think about that. And I think um, that's probably a key take home for me is, is, you know, thinking about those three, those three things, the people, um, you know, the natural assets, the land, the water, mm-hmm. um you know, the trees, the birds, all and all those things. And then um, you know, obviously the financial returns. Yeah. yeah, that philosophy that you can't have one, you can't have one without either no. or the other. Mm. No. Yeah. No, that's right. Um, and we didn't talk heaps about animals and cows 
um, and things too. But I know that's that's also a big part of of what you do, and and part of the the assets and and the social responsibility as well. Not not just for what what's obviously going to make a good return on farm, like if you look after your animals, but the expectations mm. of of customers and and consumers and those within the community yep. as well. Yep, um, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, that's that's Pretty great. Um, well, um, thanks a lot for your time today, Nigel. It's been it's been fantastic to talk to you. Um, and like I said, we'll put some messages there in the show notes about your website because there's a quite a lot of information in there on that. And we are actually, as one of the other case studies, we're going to be showcasing in a written format um, one of your properties, the one you're talking about, actually. Um, on the river there in relation to the on-the-ground works that have been happening around um, water quality. So right. we'll be chatting with one of your farm managers about that one. We'll leave you off Listen. the hook for that. <laughs> Thanks, <Jeff. laughs> um, Thank you. We, yeah, we got you in for the so we could hear your voice and um, get you in on the podcast, so we appreciate that. Um, so thanks very much and all the best. Yeah, thanks, Keith. It's been a pleasure. Exciting. It's exciting. Yeah, and we did well only getting one acronym in there today, which was that ESG, right. um, <laughs> which I thought was pretty good. Good way to introduce it. Environmental social governance. Um, yeah. Yeah, I've only heard it a few times in the last couple of months. You're about 12 months, maybe first time for our listeners to hear it, but it's a word we're going to It's an acronym we're going to hear more of. Mm. Yeah. It is. Yep. So great to get your perspective on it in terms of how you make it reality at a strategic, you know, how it's at a strategy level, talking about it, words, um, mm. things like that, but actually converting that into actions on the ground. Yeah. Thanks, Kath. Right. Thanks for your time. Thank you. Fantastic. If you would like to find out more about environmental management practices and how this can be part of your whole farm plan, please contact your Dairy Australia regional office or visit www.dairyaustralia.com.au. We hope that you have enjoyed this podcast and remember that there are plenty more on a broad range of dairy industry topics covered in the Dairy Pod program. So please don't forget to subscribe on your favourite podcasting platform. If you have any questions or ideas for future podcast episodes, please get in touch with us by emailing dairypod at dairyaustralia.com.au. Thanks very much for listening and bye for now.